Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 602 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. On this thirsty Thursday, Rob Long, Jeremy Codd, get now, your feet on the floor, in this, start your day. In this song, getting up off of that thing is you getting up off of your butt, right? Yeah. And dance until you feel better. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. You know, when, when, the, when the alarm goes off, get up, start dancing until you feel like going to work. Could you imagine me waking my wife up in the morning just over there dancing and all of a sudden she's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm dancing. Well, I think your your wife spends a lot of time asking that question. So <laughs> I think she spends a lot of cl- time asking, "What the hell am I doing?" Exactly. Of probably, probably so. Yeah. But she's probably entertained though. Sometimes, like you know, it's probably like one of those things. You know what? It's worth it for the entertainment value alone. She found out about me running around outside naked. How'd she uh, find out? So somebody uh, told her about it. And did you shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs> and then so she like she legitimately called me and said, "Were did you run around outside naked?" And I was like, "Well, I wasn't completely naked. I did." <laughs> and she's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> and so like it just I don't know. And I, and I saw the promo for like our fan anniversary thing. It's like Jeremy, uh, he'll be there, and we promise he'll be dressed. You guys can't. You can't keep that promise. I thought, how do they make promises about us, man? Like, if I'm at Riley's and decide to take my shirt or pants off, that's me. Then I'll have a bag for you. Put it in there. Make sure it doesn't get dirty. Thank you, man. And you know if man? Riley's decides to ask me to leave, that, so be it. We'll leave together. Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork. <laughs> make Find some... another ball. <laughs> hey, we're having out 15 here. Yeah. I'm taking my naked friend and we're going to party. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> we're going streaking. <laughs> Let's go. God, I can't. <laughs> I am so... I'm sorry. He's going streaking. Yeah. I'm just following. I'm so easy to manipulate in certain situations <laughs> like that. You won't you, do it. Because you want to do it anyway. See, listen. You Jeremy, won't do this. Okay. I'm only convincing you to do what you want to do anyway. You were thinking about it. You just kind of buried it a little bit. I just brought it back out. Buried it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my backyard. I got the shovel. Yeah. <laughs> it, got, it, it got it back out. <laughs> hey man, um, I don't. It doesn't affect me per se, but Joe said, and I saw it on Twitter. AT and T has a nationwide outage right now. Really? Yeah. What do you have? I have uh, T Mobile. I have Verizon. So Joe, I guess you have AT and T, Joseph. I got it. Greg's uh, 
Greg's got service. He's got AT and T. So I have service. No, I haven't had service since like four fifteen. Is AT and T a sponsor? Or? Uh, no, I don't know. So what? AT and T and Verizon are the two biggest, I guess, or is T Mobile yeah. bigger? I than think T Mobile got big, but they took up Sprint, right? Maybe. I'll look it up. Hold on. Yeah, I think T Mobile. T Mobile got ginormous, can, man, when they took up Sprint. Can you look up if AT and T is a sponsor? Because I got something I'd like to say. <laughs> You might not appreciate it. Yeah. I got Okie Doke, but I don't even care now. About AT&T? Well, so my wife and I were- AT&T and Verizon had the most. AT&T is 241.5 million subscribers. Aren't they paired with like HBO or something? Or like, aren't they under the same umbrella? I- don't he's, think he's asking so. you to do a lot of homework over there, Joe. No, I just I'm, screw him. I didn't ask him to look it up. I, I thought maybe he knew. Um, but uh, so <laughs> no, so with AT and T, I had um, I've had the same phone bill forever. Now the station used to pay for our phone um, when you when you produce shows here. Uh, I'm sure Joe realizes they don't do that anymore unless they're paying for his phone now. And, but long story short, then you had to switch and create your own plan. So I always get the most uh, data that you can, um, the unlimited. So AT&T tried to tell me that, and it was weird, my son's phone, he was punished from his phone, it was turned off and right. kept in a drawer for a month. Right. They tried to tell me that he used up all the data and that I owed like 1600 And I said, well, that's impossible. And I, I talked to the lady on the phone, and she's like, look, if you sign up for DirecTV now, we'll get rid of this, uh-huh. and then that way you'll have DirecTV, now you're locked into this new unlimited plan we have, and so be it. So we're in Chicago, and I, I set it up for DirecTV, and it's going to get installed when we get back. Right. Well, luckily for myself, it got pushed back another week because I, I don't know what it was, if it was weather or whatever. It got pushed back another week. Fine. And then I saw my next bill. It didn't go away. My next bill got combined with my bill from this past month, and now they're telling me I owe them $2,300. Now, if I had had DirecTV come out when they said they would, I'd have been locked into DirecTV and AT&T and not been able to get away from it. So I told them, I said, piss on that. Have fun with my credit history. See you later. And then you I went to pay. T-Mobile. No, I made sure I got my phone number. Uh, the, the same phone number switched over to T-Mobile. And I've been with T-Mobile for like 10 years now. I've been with Verizon, but you ever went to a place, a place of business, and it's obvious someone knew who you were and didn't like you? Yeah. Okay. I went to Verizon in Bel Air. And this was during the pandemic when things were opening back up. So you had to wait because it was a limited amount of people in there. So I didn't have my driver's license. I left my driver's license here when things shut down mm-hmm. in that locker. Accident. It was the bag. In yeah. the bag. I had four forms of ID, social security card, I mean, picture ID. The guy looked down at the, the, the ID, looked at me like, no, we can't help you. Another guy came in, same situation before I left. He waited. So I paused and he helped him. Now, before you go, no, it wasn't a race issue because the other guy was black too and the guy who worked there was white. It wasn't a race issue. It was a me issue. <laughs> so I turned back and said, why are you helping him, not helping me? And he just looked at me, stared at me. and just nodded my head, walked out. So I went to another Verizon spot. Same information. Oh, Mr. Long, we can help you? Sure. It was one of those. Uh, but that's when I switched over from Sprint to Verizon because I didn't like Sprint. Sprint, I think, it wasn't a business so much as Sprint because Sprint didn't do me wrong. It was more of, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the Essex Middle River area, Sprint goes in and out. Does it? Sometimes your signal could be on one bar. Seriously. And that Essex Middle River, and when I called them, they said, we've been having a lot of problems in this area. And this went on for maybe two years, Jeremy. Like, just randomly, bam, just crashed. Just crashed. 
and and it was it was like not that it wasn't working. It just had like no signal. So that's why I, I mean I personally like Sprint, but I went to Verizon because it was stronger in my area. I spent more time in my area. Yeah. The other thing I loved about T-Mobile was that when we went to, like, we traveled a lot. So when we went to the islands, uh, if you want to talk about in the Caribbean, right? like T-Mobile's down there and you, you there's no roaming or anything. You, you, uh, it, when we were in Iceland, it was the same way. I think, I think Germany was too, where, like, you didn't have to worry about setting all this stuff up if you were roaming, if it was going to cost you more because you're already locked in. You know, it's funny because you and I, especially me, we're old enough to remember life without cell phones. Yeah. But now it's hard to imagine life without cell phones. Well, it, I left my house one day and forgot my phone, and I was a good ways to go into where I needed to go. And you turned back. I definitely turned right back around because it, it, I feel lost without it, which is, you know, it's embarrassing to admit that. But, like, my whole day is my phone's, my phone's usually in my hand. Um, unless it's at night, then I charge it, and then I keep it away from me so I can go to sleep. Well, I'm sure it's like, remember, I'm sure it's like, and, and Ed's not here because he would remember, when they started with cars. Yeah. You know, people say, remember the time we didn't have cars? Dude, Ed was telling me about the time when his first girlfriend, he had to send her a smoke signal to let her know really? that he was in love with her. Wow. He said and a couple weeks later? Yeah, and then she finally, yeah. So, yeah. turns out it was But, but it's like, like, I'm sure, like, when they transitioned from not having cars to having them, years later, somebody said, "What? I remember when we didn't have cars, but now I can't live without one. Because and my point is, the world starts traveling at a different pace. Yeah. And we can't live without these because the world now travels at this pace. Everything's in there. Yeah, everything's in here. I mean, if you don't have one, then that means the rest of the world is traveling faster than you. Man. Basically what I'm dealing with right now. Yes. As I sit in front of five, seven computer screens. Two things. It's it's one of the reasons why Ed loves defense so much because he remembers what football was like before the forward pass. So that's why he's a defensive guy. Oh. Did you know Ed handed out the first speeding ticket ever? Really? Yeah, the guy was going 15 and a 12. Oh, my goodness. 15 <laughs> Poor guy. Ed was just being a jerk that day. Just he was able to chase him down, thankfully, <laughs> on foot. Ed was pretty fast back then. But. We gotta send this to him. What? <laughs> Angry Joe at six thirty. Uh, How right many phone just, numbers do you remember, by the way? Right now, like you know, when you were a mine? kid, you, you had to remember all the phone numbers. <laughs> I said mine. mine. That's it. That's it. You, you know my phone number. I still remember my best friend's phone number when he was a. I, I, I remember like. Probably got seven or eight different phone numbers that I would call all the time. I don't mind. That's eight, it. Eight, six, seven, seven, go. Five three zero nine. Angry Joy at six thirty. But on the other side, Cole Urban is in better physical shape this year. Are we seeing a more driven team? Even in last year, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 616 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I saw Cole Irvin at uh, the uh, pep rally, the caravan, and... Then we heard reports yesterday of how good he looks. You got to get over it. You got you to turn the page and get ready for the 2024 season because the end of last year stung. And Brandon Hyde talked about getting over it. Probably too long, um, honestly. <laughs> but like we talked about yesterday, it's, it, this is definitely a new year. You know, we've turned the page from last year, good and bad. understand that we were proud of last year and a lot of things, but definitely – we felt like there was some unfinished business there at the end of the year. I think it's just motivating for all of us, all of us in this in that building, defending the American League East, getting back to the postseason, playing deeper into the postseason. We got to get there first, and that's and that's not easy to do. And so I don't take that for granted. This is so it's, it's a new year. You know, we just need to build off of last year. But yeah, it took me a while. I mean, it's that's it, never want to see a season end like that. And and uh, there were so many things to be proud of, of last year. So you don't you try to remember those things, but it, it's. It, stings for a while. I'm sure it does sting for a while. One of the ways you get over, Jeremy, is taking care of yourself in the offseason. There are no reports um, <clears throat> some of the other guys in the condition they're in, but I'm telling you, these guys look uh, – Tyler Wells, I told you before, he was also at the caravan. Tyler Wells looks good. Mm-hmm. These guys, I'm not saying they didn't take it seriously before, but when you actually get there, you smell success and you see what it looks like, you tend to do different things. You tend to get a little bit even more radical. Well, I, you know, yeah, I, I can agree with that. And th- there was one of us on the show that was really bullish on uh, Cole Irvin last year too, Rob. Picked him to be the Orioles' Cy Young. Yeah. The Orioles, uh, what else did we have him in? Uh, the Orioles MVP? Yeah. I don't know what else I could have picked Cole Irvin to win last year. Um, but I, He didn't like, win any of it though. Yeah. No, he, he wasn't good last year. I mean, he had moments, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't. Um, what I saw at the A's and what I saw here last year, especially with the wall being moved back and having a lefty, I was pretty excited um, to what he could bring to the table, and we just didn't get it. Uh, thought we'd see more ground balls. Not a big strikeout guy, um, but, you know, can get some Ks here and there. But in this ballpark, I, I thought he'd be much better. I did, too. Um, I don't I, – I, what I love – I knew the Orioles had turned the page in terms of their expectations when they demoted them. Yeah. Because the old Orioles, like the the before twenty twenty two Orioles, maybe even, or maybe before twenty twenty three, I don't know what they would have done twenty two. They would have allowed him to pitch his way out of it, maybe put him in the bullpen a little bit, but to send him down and say, "Look, we've got we got five better pitchers, and and what eight better pitchers in the bullpen than Cole Irvin right now." Send him down, get them get it straight. 
that showed me that the Orioles were different Oriole teams in terms of their expectations. I think what you're seeing right now, Jeremy, about these guys' physical shape, the conditioning, I think they're a more driven team than they were even last year when the season started. Yeah, I, you know, you, you look at this team, and again, we talked about with Kyle Bradish's injury, what it could do, and there's depth at the pitching, which we've, I want to say that we've never have. It's been kind of a false narrative. And, and like, I'm not telling you that you're going to go through the whole season as with Cole Irvin as your, your fifth starter, yeah. or if you have to put Tyler Wells in there, that's going to happen the whole year. But there will be opportunities to make other moves to add, um, whether that's, you know, through a trade, somebody gets cut, whatever. Uh, you know, we, I say get cut, but in DFA in baseball, but we've seen that. Like the, the Orioles did that last year with yeah. Aaron Hicks. Yeah. And I'm not usually it doesn't happen with a pitcher where a guy gets cut and then all of a sudden he he finds finds himself with a new team. But hey, um, all bets are off when we get to that point. Uh, you, you might find somebody. You might somebody else's trash might be your treasure. So I, I think the way that they're constituted right now, this is going to be a very very competitive team that should have hopes of winning this division. Uh, no doubt about that. I think they are going to be Again. very competitive. I think they're going to be very good. Baseball team, Jeremy. I'm, I like, like you know, I'm like watching um, Jake uh, Real's video right here on MLB. He's going to be on the show later on in the nine o'clock hour uh, of, of some of these guys and what's going on right now. But you know, uh, Craig Kimbrell talking about looking forward to working with Adley Rutschman. Like he's gonna, he's gonna throw whatever Adley puts down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this there's a lot That's of a big trusting for a veteran to do that with a young catcher. Yes, you know why. Because Adley had a reputation before Kimbrough got here. He had a reputation. You know, for those of you to question whether or not, uh, that guy was in the Baltimore Oriole last year. And he's coming here with the mindset of, I'm going to throw whatever he tells me to throw. It's got to be something when when you think you're good coming into the season, and then when you've done it, and you know you're good coming into the season. And it's obvious it's not an arrogance. I think the... Last year, losing in the first round hurt. We can all agree to that, right? The divisional round, it hurt. Mm-hmm. It stung. Especially how they lost. But now looking back on it, if they weren't going to win the World Series, maybe that was the best case scenario, Jeremy. Because now they went into the postseason angry because they got nothing from it. You know, they go to the ALCS and losing six games. You know what I mean? They can pat themselves on the back because they won a series and they, they took it all the way to six games. This this offseason, they couldn't pat themselves on the back at all. They got swept out of that thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds I mean, thanks you. Of, for, thanks for coming. It reminds you of the Kansas City thing too. You got swept, and all the games were. You didn't feel like you got demolished. Right. All the games were close, but you're going. But well, damn, man, what happened? That's not the team we saw. And that was the ALCS. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now, now this team got swept in the first round, in the divisional round. You so you can't hang your hat on that. Hey, man, we won the division. You know, we won a divisional series. We did well, yada, yada, yada. No, you did nothing. You won 101 games and get swept out of the divisional round. It hurt as it happened, but looking back on it, that might be the best-case scenario for this team. It could be. I mean, like, how many times do we see – I know Stefan Diggs did it. There are other players that, that have gone out and watched the other team celebrate and, yeah. like, have that get etched into your mind yeah. because you don't want to experience that again. And there are certain people that say, hey, I don't want to see any of it. I saw enough. I know how this feels – I'm gonna go do my thing, but like I get why players do that because I'm I'd kind of be the same way. Like I'd want to not forget how this made me feel in this moment, so I never feel this way again. Right. So yeah. I, you know I I do think um, too now that we're we're at this stage where we're gonna find out about new ownership and what they're willing to do and how aggressive they want to be. 
Uh, because I think Mike Elias is a dangerous man. I think Mike Elias with money in his back pocket is an extremely dangerous he's man. Evil, he, he could be an evil genius with some money. Yeah. He could be an evil genius, man. Seriously. Because the money doesn't always equate just getting better players. Sometimes the money equates generally getting better resources, too, for me to do what I got to do. Could be players and resources. World is stupid at 715. Don't go anywhere. Want to have that. Also, our barbershop topic of the day at 645. But on the other side, it's Angry Joe. Joe, tell him what you're mad about, son. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Uh, college football playoff expansion. But we're, uh, there's one team and their fans that seem to be a lot more upset about this. Really? Uh, yeah, there's a uh, guy that works at the station that used to work for them, too. Okay. Um, All right. Boo-hoo, I'm not in a conference. Why can't I get an automatic bid? <laughs> but, I got you. But, uh, I got you. It's, but a, it's a decision that, that they made. Yeah, they've been invited to conferences. And... We'll, we'll 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 talk about it. I, hopefully, uh, Vinny's not listening right now. But uh, I hope he is. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. That's up next I on hope the. We asked you to go outside. <laughs> Yikes! I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 6.30 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joe, Joe swinging in my wheelhouse right here. Tell us all about what's got you angry with college football. All right, so I, I will admit I'm not the biggest college football fan. Uh... I will certainly pick the NFL over that, but I am a big fan of the expansion of the college football playoff. I never really liked the four-team or the six-team. A six was like a step in the right direction, right? but that's like a single step. This, to me, is it's a big step. A, this is like a, a leap, a small leap toward where— The 12 towards, teams. Yes, where, where I think it should be. I think you know, 12 it, was clo- is, it was close to having 12. I mean, a, a 14. 14. Yeah, that was the article close. I just read. They said that uh, 14 could come in 2026, but there's still some things they need to to work out in terms of automatic bids and qualifiers, things like that. But um, the way that this one works is the top. It's the top five are the five power conferences, and then the seven teams after. Hold on, Rob. Let me understand this. Right? Is it? The five qualifiers from the top conferences, and then the seven, the at top seven bids. to at-large bids. Right. Yes. Um, so I mean, if you win the SEC, you get in the Big Ten. I, ACC. Yeah, but Pac-12 won't have one. Oh no, um, Big Twelve has one, and so it might be four. So let's say though, in in theory, let's 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 think about this. Let's say you're not part of a conference. Right. So if you're a Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You're not getting one of those top four seeds. But even if they're number one, right? Not getting a top four seed. 
But let's say that one of those conferences said, hey, Notre Dame, you should join our conference, and you said no. Like they said in the past? Uh, because because they said that being an independent school was ingrained in the culture of the school. Except for 2020, when being an independent school meant you couldn't have a full schedule, so they joined the ACC but just for, for one, that, just for for that one, one year. year. Man, that is wild. Yeah, their culture was pushed on, was, it pressed pause on the culture. Yes, COVID also pressed pause on the culture. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. But you got a lot of Notre Dame fans that are very upset. Get over it. I build pl- a bridge. Yes, get over dude, it. Please, Notre Dame, I, River. I hate Notre Dame because they are they they are the epitome of entitlement. Yeah, they, they, 100%. they epitomize entitlement. You believe you're supposed – there's still people out there who believe, well, I can't believe they don't have the top recruiting class. They're Notre Dame. You know, that meant something when they're the only ones on TV every week. Not that 1989. That, it doesn't mean anything now. Everybody's on TV, and if I have warm weather climate in South Bend, Indiana, warm weather climate I'm choosing. Touchdown, Jesus. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, just, it's pretty rich. It is really funny to see them complain about that. They had opportunities, Joe. Yeah, like, like you said, it's, it's like, multiple. It's the see if I would be I would be upset if hey, man, we're, we're independent. We don't have an automatic bid. We've been trying to get in conferences for years, but no one lets us in. Then you can be upset. You can't be upset. I guess basketball culture is different because they are in the big uh, what the ACC, right? Yes. So yeah. every every other sport, every other sport, no culture. Notre Dame football, however, hey, our culture is independent. All right, well, get your <laughs> independent ass at, at large bid. I just. Uh... They could have. They had a chance. Like I think we've all seen this coming too. That like an expansion of the playoff. Like it probably would have looked like this. Also, uh-huh. they had a chance to kind of like, as Rob Long likes to say, read the tea leaves. There you go, <laughs> and say like, hey, we could get we could get shut out for this, or we could be the best team in the nation and be, end up being the fifth seed. Hey guys, or, or the sixth seed. A little birdie told me they cried foul at that conference, the meeting that they had. And no one felt sorry for him. It's a word on the street. <laughs> word on the street. No one felt so. No one felt sorry for him. In fact, someone just blatantly called them out. You had a chance and you didn't do it. So what's up now? <laughs> I love it. It's funny to me. It's, well, it's hilarious to me because you had a chance, but you're too good for everybody else. Yeah, and now the the decision becomes tougher of what happens. Well, not I guess. For Notre Dame trying to figure out what the future is going to hold for him, but um, but yeah, like the I don't want to say the you guys brought it up with the fact that Notre Dame used to be the place where everybody wanted to go, right? Yeah, like yeah. we've had other teams. on TV every week. Well, for example, like the U, right? When I was in uh, when I was going to high school in the nineties, late nineties, like the U was everything for everybody. Everybody was wearing Miami gear, um, and then it switched to the Alabama stuff, and then depending on who's hot at the time, probably see a lot more Georgia stuff out now, um. But yeah, like you know, I I think Notre Dame had opportunities over the years, and if they've chose to do this, and then what? Up until the pandemic, they didn't feel like they needed to pick a conference. Well, they kind of picked the TV money over, yeah. like being with NBC allowed them to make more money than, I mean, maybe other than the SEC, some of those teams like right. Alabama. But it it's kind of like you chose TV money over being part of a conference and not making as much, but. Now, other than seeing your games all the time, like I don't really, or people aren't banging the door to go to Notre Dame. They're not, not banging only, down that door. Not only that, but when you have options, only your true Notre Dame fans are watching them every week. 
We have other options. I, yeah, as someone that doesn't like to watch, I'll watch an SEC game over watching like any other conference. Honestly, maybe Big Ten would be second. I'm not just going to sit down and watch a Notre Dame game because I know it's going to be on TV. Unless they're playing someone from one of those conferences where I actually think it's going to be interesting. And, and listen, I know the fandom there is it runs runs heavy, and that's if they didn't run heavy, they wouldn't be hated. You only hate it because you're relevant. Mm-hmm. So we're not trying to say here like you're not relevant. You are very relevant. However, their rules, and once again, the the the, the entitlement that I'm talking about is they expect everyone else to abide by the rules, but them. You got to put in a Notre Dame rule. That's what they want. <laughs> we understand what the rules are, but what's the Notre Dame rule? That, no, no, there's no Notre Dame rule. But well, it's always a Notre Dame rule. No, not here. It's not. No Notre Dame rule. So do you do you think anything's going to change? Uh, do you think they end up joining a conference? Uh, they'll kick and scream. I don't. I think. I think they believe if they kick and scream long enough, they'll change the rules. Get what they want. I don't think, and I don't think anyone will listen. I mean, I. Maybe they'll start the process now. So when, because I, I think it's kind of inevitable, they probably will expand to to fourteen. Because think think about this: you talk about independence. The only other independents are Army, UConn, and UMass. I mean, none of those teams are national powerhouses that are in football. You're talking about, yeah. And the only reason, so, so you have Army, which is a military school. They're the only military school that's independent, though. Yeah, which is interesting. And then on top of it, you have UMass and UConn, which. They've debated on being Division One college football teams, right? right? Didn't they go up and then now you're going? It's the same thing that James Madison went through this year, Didn't right? UConn go down? Down, and then now I think they're back yeah. up. Yeah, so, so is Massachusetts. Randy Randy, Randy One Edsel. thing that doesn't make me angry is the what the schedule will be for the college football playoff at the end of this year. So you'll have the first round on December 20th and 21st. The quarterfinals are on the 31st and January 1st. Semifinals are January 9th and 10th. And then the championships on January twentieth. So I, I like it, that we're going to have this protracted kind of. So more than likely, we'll have some sort of playoff football every week from December twentieth, leading through the NFL to the Super Bowl, because that'll yeah. essentially end right, right. But depending on the the season, but I, if correct me if I'm wrong, but usually playoff football starts in the middle of January. Let me let me say this on the on the playoffs. I love more college football, Jeremy, but when they first started the fourteen playoff. I hated it. I absolutely hated it. I thought you needed more. Okay. Then, then something happened to me. I realized how how important regular season football be, became because of the fourteen playoff. Then I fell in love with it. I'm 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 unlike Joe. I'm not in love with the twelve team format. However, I'm not going to complain about it because you know what? It gives me more college football. So I'm not going to complain about it. But I did really really embrace. The uh, the uh, four man system, the four team system. I look, so I embrace the four man because I initially that's what I thought we were just going to get, and we've had years where it's like, well, wait a minute, we got three undefeated teams. How do you decide who's playing for the national championship? And I'm not saying three undefeated teams and one of them's from a small conference. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, the smallest one we had was Utah, who ended up playing undefeated Auburn, and in the national championship game was two other undefeated teams. So right. it's like you know that would have been a perfect year for a four team playoff, right? right? So, I think uh, I think a lot of that's fair in what you're saying, but you know, I, I wonder why Notre Dame feels like now in years past maybe it was different. Do they need them? You don't you don't have to have Notre Dame in a playoff for it to be good. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to, but if they're if they're if, if this is the thing, this is what they're complaining about. And I'm not saying dismiss they're, them. I'm they're not saying. complaining about not getting in because they're going to get in. 
Yeah, well, especially good with that many teams. They're complaining about Jeremy not getting one of those top four seeds where they may be number two in the playoff rankings but not get a top six. four seed yeah. because now they don't get the bye. That's what the real complaint is, that they may be top four in the final rankings but not get a top four seed, which is a legitimate complaint if you were in the conference. Yeah, that's it's legitimate, but I'm not. I was like, boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Joe, for that one. World is stupid at 715, but on the other side, our barbershop topic of the day. And it involves Mr. Geno Smith. I'm sorry, Geno Stone, not Geno Smith. Geno Stone of the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's big, bad morning show on the fan. At the end of the day, you know, Baltimore's always home. But, you know, like like business is business, you know, that uh, being in this league that's long. um, You know, I kind of, you know, you kind of said it right there. You know, I've been through it all, especially my rookie year. But, um, I just want to be somewhere I'm, I'm appreciated, and uh, you know who who wants me and for for me to be a starter, whoever whoever it may be. Um, I just want my value to be there. As Gino uh, Stone, he did his rounds yesterday with the media. That was from NFL Network. Thank you very much, Joe, for that one. And we hear that all the time, Jeremy. We you and I go through contract negotiations here at 105.7 The Fan. Everyone does. Some of them get a little bumpy. Some of them pretty smooth. And when you hear athletes say they want to be appreciated, I always take that as coded as I want to go where I'm going to get paid the most. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, well, we're getting ready to come. Who appreciates it more than the Baltimore Ravens? He's actually played here and made big plays. They appreciate him, but they may not be able to pay pay him as much as somebody else. Yeah, it's akin to the combine. Uh, The guy with the high motor. Yeah, he's white. Um, and then the guy that speaks well, yeah, he's black. <laughs> so now we have this one. The guy who wants to be appreciated, yeah, he wants to get paid. I mean, they're all in the same line. Like, you understand. Natural that. athleticism also yes, is, is, yeah, black, that's is a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, look, in, to, to, to not get caught up in some of the, the talk that goes on and how things are, but this is something that's always said. Like, you're coming up on your first big contract, being appreciated is meaning someone paying you. And then he also said he wants to be a starter. So it's not like the Ravens could say, hey, we'll pay you as much as you want to be here, but you're going to be a backup. He obviously wants to go somewhere and be a starter. The thing that I would say about Geno is that I feel like I feel like he's a good player, but he's also a product of his environment. Uh, thank you very much. Um, but Thank I, you very much. Because when I said that it is during the season, people thought I was hating on him. I'm not hating on him. I'm just no, telling no. you what it is. No, he's good, but he's better in this system. And um, I think... You know, as far as being appreciated, he should be appreciative of the fact that he was put in this system because now his ass is going to get paid from it. He's going to make money somewhere. It won't be here. And you see guys do this all the time. And I'm not saying it's a mistake because you get paid, no. you get paid. But he's going to get that big contract somewhere. Somebody's going to pay him. And it's all safety money. You know what I mean? But somebody's going to pay him. When that happens and he's put in the system, maybe he's not, it's not as friendly for him. And what if he gets exposed? Now, he got that quick money, but it won't be long money. It may only be the guaranteed part of that contract. Now he may spend the rest of his career shopping for that one-year deal versus staying in a system that's friendly to you and making that long money. Yeah. Well, I'm not, yeah go for yours because Geno Stone is not thinking any of this. Geno Stone is thinking, if you pay me, I will produce. And he's supposed to think that. But I'm like you. I'm wondering – how much he will produce in a different system. Yeah, I just saw, um, I'll give you an example. Jalen Brunson being interviewed, right? Uh, could have been the Mavs or the Knicks. His dad was with the Knicks. 
uh, Luca gets hurt during the basketball season, Jalen Brunson shows that he can be that guy. A lot of us said, I don't know if you want to pay him that type of money to be the guy. He's proved all of us wrong. But in the interview, he said he always wanted to stay in Dallas because he thought it was safe. And he liked being there. He liked his teammates. And, you know, going somewhere and starting anew would be tough. So that's something that Gino's going to have to look at and say, okay, you're not the point guard of a team, but you are, you know, a safety. If he goes to, let's say, Seattle, kicks the tires on him, isn't he a perfect fit there with Mike McDonald there now? Would they be willing to pay? Him? Good point. You know, Good point. like I, I and Mike, think, and we saw that that happened with Rex Ryan. Rex left. Rex with the the, the Jets. He took Bart Scott with him. He yeah. was at he was at the door at midnight. Hey Bart, I got a contract for you. And Bart went with him because Bart knew he would be more productive with Rex. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. What if Seattle? What Seattle safety situation? Uh, I mean, I have to look at whose uh, whose contracts are up, but. Again, I don't know. They just drafted a young corner. He was one of the best corners yes. in the draft. Um, we'd have to see what their their secondary looks like. But again, is Mike McDonald coming in and totally changing what that defense was? You know, does I he want to run their same system? I would think he would change as much as he can. You can't change it totally because you may not have the same personnel. But I would change it in in places that I could change it. And if I could bring D- Geno Stone in, then I would. Or you know, speaking of a former. Seattle Seahawks coach, he may do the old uh, Pete Carroll thing. Yeah, I don't want I don't want Taylor to pay his players. <laughs> no, oh. I don't want Taylor. The safety that he had in the USC. Oh yeah, that and was, he was the was the Taylor Mays. Taylor Mays, yep. Taylor Mays was on the board. Taylor Mays thought he was going to Seattle. Nope. <laughs> I know Taylor Mays. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I'm not taking Taylor Mays. <laughs> that would have definitely said something to me about drafting that cat. <laughs> you mean he's on? I think what uh, Cincinnati ended up getting him right. Uh, where did I think Cincinnati got him. I think you mean Taylor, Taylor Mays is on the board and his college coach didn't draft him? Nope. Didn't draft him. He went out and got Earl Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I should have told you all. He had to say, so I, I hope Mike McDonald doesn't have that kind of outlook. Now, nah, yeah, he's there, available, free agent. Yeah, let's get somebody else. But I think Geno Stone's a player. I do. Uh, even though we're saying – the the system was good for him. He was good for the system as well. It's like it's like the whole system quarterback thing. He's a system quarterback. Yeah, but we see other quarterbacks in that same system fail. So he, let's go let's go to uh, Mister Relevant in San Francisco. Yeah, he's a system quarterback. Okay, but we saw other guys before him not looking good be, yeah. in that system. So, so it's a little bit combination of the both. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, so Taylor Mays was drafted by the 49ers. Was he, oh, was he only played one year there because something went – I forget what happened, whether that was a, a trade or – hold on, let me go to his rookie season here. Um, professional career. He was considered one of the top talents um, compared a lot to Sean Taylor because of his size and his hard-hitting ability. Um, it didn't work out that way, though. No, I, it doesn't. So the 49ers selected May 49th overall. Yeah, he slipped to the second round. Yeah. Remember that? I know. Man. And then uh, Mays was traded to the Bengals for a seventh-round pick. Wow. A year Get later. Get this dude out of here. Mm. Get this dude out That's of here. That's why you don't remember San Fran, and I didn't remember it either. Because he spent that first year, he was moved on. Like, after being a second-round pick, they said, we'll take a seven. <laughs> if you guys want this cat. You got a fourth-round for him? No. How about a fifth-round for him? No. Six? Nope. Okay. All right, we'll take a seventh. We'll take, we'll take one of your free agent invites. <laughs> <laughs> With Taylor Mays. 
410-583-1057 is the number. Our barbershop topic of the day. Geno Stone, is he going to get paid in the open market, the free agent market, or will he find himself back here for a hometown discount? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.